0: Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to a start of a new week here on Traders News in a nutshell. It is Monday morning, the 22nd of May, 2023. Hope you all had a good weekend. Daniel Pedro back in the chair for the next hour. We're broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN Q693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Phone number is still the same as always. 1300 01 1170 if you want to get in touch. Happy to hear your feedback on a number of issues we'll talk about from the weekend or 0457 736, 736. And that's all before breakfast with Fossey and Trent Copeland this morning. Brandy will join Vossi and Trent from New South Wales camp throughout the show. So they'll be on air from 6 a.m. Vossi and Trent Copeland. And for our Queensland listeners, Patton Hills, as per usual, after 6 a.m. What a weekend of sport. Uh, Rugby League, AFL, A-League, EPL, uh, lots has gone on. And, of course, Origin on the horizon, nine days away. Teams officially getting announced today throughout the course of uh, the morning. We will talk about that in a second. We kind of already know sort of what's happening with the New South Wales team. Uh, We'll go through that. Queensland, much the same. So we'll talk about that. We'll look at uh, round 12 of the NRL as well, some surprise results. And Chris Perkins from America, as he does each and every Monday morning, will join me. Uh, we'll go through his NRL tips, but more importantly, I don't know, I haven't actually looked at how many he got right this weekend, but more importantly, uh, we'll have a chat about everything that is happening in America as well. But, as well. but really want to hear from you on this Monday morning, one 01 1170, our open line number, or you can text 0457 736 736 at 2 past 5.
1: The Hot Topic. Thanks to Ream, built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Ream.
0: Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Ream. We will review round 12 of the NRL shortly after the next break, but let's just look at what is making news this morning and we'll start with State of Origin. Uh, and I'll be interested to get your feedback on this. Uh 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. This and also I want your uh, highlight, disappointment, surprise performance of the weekend and also the electrifying performance of the weekend for hand cooked tyres. Who stood out this weekend for you? Doesn't just have to be NRL related, can be another sport. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 01 1170 is our open line number. Who stood out? for you on the weekend. And who was your highlight of the weekend? Who was the disappointment of the weekend? There are a few of them. Um, and who was your surprise performance of the weekend? We'll get to that as well throughout the show. Want to hear from you, one 300 And what stood out for you uh, from, from the weekend of sport? Uh, we'll talk about that shortly. But let's uh, get to state of origin. Uh, and we'll start with New South Wales. West Tigers hooker, Appy Coruscant, has won the battle for the prize New South Wales hooking spot over South Sydney's Damian Cook in a shock selection call by coach Brad Fittler. Now, it comes as New South Wales selectors were forced to make another big call by bringing in Canterbury's Tevita Pangai Jr. after Manly's Jake Dravojevic withdrew with a calf injury last night. So, Jake Dravojevic out, Tevita Pangai Jr. in. A media camped outside of the Blues' base at the Crown Plaza in Coogee waited for the arrival of uh, the New South Wales team... Uh, Thinking they were going to see Damien Cook, but Appy Coracell lobbed at 6.40pm. Very precise. Uh, Coracell said, it is exciting. It really is, but we'll wait and see what happens when we get in there. Now, it was believed Cook had his nose in front going into the weekend, but Coracell's performance in the Tigers' win over North Queensland was enough for him to retain a spot in the New South Wales side. It also means uh, that the selection of Appy Coracell will end Brad Fittler's two-dummy half policy used in the final two matches last season. Um, now, Cam Murray was asked about Cook's omission Uh, And he said, yeah, look, I don't know too much. I got the call to come in, and that's all I know. Also speaking of South Sydney, Campbell Graham, who's had a stunning year for the Rabbitohs. Uh, He's probably been the fourth form centre of the competition. I know they lost on Friday night. We'll talk about that in a bit. But he's been overlooked. Uh, He'll be not in the top 17. Uh, Tom Dravojevic yesterday played very well, as we know, against Canberra. Uh, looks like he will get that spot over Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham looks like he will be the 18th man. And Tevita Pangai Jr. is set to make his origin debut following the shot withdrawal of Jake Devojevic. So he ruled himself out, out of origin selection uh, with a reoccurrence of this calf injury. Um, so Tavita Pangai Jr., uh, what do you reckon about that? O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Nico Hines will be part of the squad as well. He is now in uh Coogee in camp. Uh, he said, I'm very excited. I feel pumped to be here. I just can't wait to get in camp and get some training with the boys and interact with them and be part of the seventeen. Uh we know he's been fantastic and we'll talk about the game on Saturday in a second, but he's been one of the best players again this year. In the NRL. So the likely New South Wales lineup for game one is the following. Fullback James Dedesco, Wingers will be Josh Adokar and Brian Tuo. Setters Latrell, Mitchell, and Tom eight 5'8", Jerome Luai. No real surprise there. Halfback uh, Nathan Cleary. The props, Payne Haas and Junior Paulo. The hooker, Appy Coracell. Second row is Cameron, uh, Cameron Murray in the second row there, along with Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo will be the lock forward. Interchange bench, Nico Hines. Tyson Rizel, defeated Pangai Jr., Hudson Young gets a start. Well done to him. And Campbell Graham, the 18th man. Your thoughts on all of that? Are you happy with it? one 0111 70 or 0457 736 736. Let's go straight to the open line. We'll have a look at the Queensland team in a second. Wayne from Brisbane's on the line. Morning to you, Wayne. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Yes, very well. How's your weekend been? Enjoy the weekend of footy? Yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, no, I love me forty. Yeah, that's I love good. me forty. kiss me occupied. That's good. That's good. What do you want uh, to talk about this morning, on, mate?
1: Just on Pennywise Junior. That's yep. got to be. A, that's got to compliment Queensland, wouldn't
0: it? <laughs> not, not a fan of him. No, I, I'm no not not. There's footballers and there's footballers, mm. but um, yeah, he's a bit of a fire,
1: fire brand. I reckon. That's my opinion, but. Yeah, sort of compliment, Queensland, that's my
0: thought anyway, brother. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, selection. I don't think anyone Wayne really thought that he was going to be selected for New South Wales. I don't think he was really on the radar to be honest. No one had been talking to him uh, about him before uh yesterday before Jake uh, Tavorich pulls out. So, yeah, a bit of a weird one. Are uh, you up in Queensland? Are you confident about this year's series? I haven't heard the Queensland team yet.
1: I'm 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 <laughs> hoping they stick to the, the old fellas for the experienced side of things.
0: We, we've got a load of talent, but mm. as you know, the cauldron is a different channel of fish. Yes, it is. And, of course, that first game as well in Adelaide. Thank you, uh, Wayne. Enjoy your day. Call any time, mate. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Thank you, mate. You can jump on the open line anytime. time, 1300 0111 70, or flick a text 0457 736 736. So, what, yeah, what do you make of that New South Wales team? Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. in the team, Hudson Young in the team, Jerome Luai 58 8th uh, and Nico Hines on the bench. Oh, look, personally speaking, I probably would have had Nico Hines uh, starting, but I also understand why they have gone with Jerome Luai, the combination with Nathan Cleary. It does make sense, um, and look, Jerome is a very good player, but I just... Uh Nico Hines has been playing very good footy right throughout the year, but good that he's going to be there anyway. Your thoughts on that New South Wales team? Nico Hines on the bench, Jerome, uh, Jerome Law 5'8", uh, Hudson Young in the team. Campbell Graham missing out. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. And also, what's your interest level in State of Origin this year? Really intrigued to know on this Monday morning, and I know we're still nine days away from game one that's being played in Adelaide. But what is your interest level in State of Origin? Uh, I was having a discussion with um, a friend on Saturday, um, and he said he loves rugby league, loves everything about rugby league. But he does make a good point, and we've we'll mentioned it a bit on this show as well. It does get in the way, doesn't it, a bit of the NRL competition? So, what is your interest level in State of Origin this year? Is it really high or low? Oh, four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or one 300 one Now, just on the Queensland team as well, uh, Titans' uh, Hulk David Fafita is back for Queensland, and Bronco sensation Rhys Walsh is on standby for fullback superstar Kalen Ponga, uh, as Queensland consider one of the biggest selection shakeups in Queensland Origins' 43-year history. Um, now, we know Billy Slater is waiting on the fate of Felice Kafusi. I don't think he's going to be playing. Uh, Somehow, So here's some of the key notes out of the Queensland team. Uh, Dan Gagai looks like he will not be playing. That was reported uh, with Vossi and Brandy, I think it was last Monday morning. Uh, It could be over after a poor game against the Sharks on Saturday night, cost him a centre spot. Uh, Dolphin speed machine, uh, Hamasotimo Fidal, is in the mix to replace Gagai at centre, the hammer at centre. It'll be interesting. Um, Kurt Capewell is under an injury cloud with a shoulder injury after failing to finish against Penrith on Thursday night. David feeder as I mentioned, is poised to return in the starting back row alongside Tom Gilbert with Gafusi set to be suspended. And Broncos prop Tom Flegler is Queensland's new enforcer in the post-Papali era. So the likely Queensland team is the following. Fullback will either be Reese Walsh or Caitlin Ponger. Uh, you would think Ponga, but he did go off with that concussion uh, the other day. Uh, wingers Murray Talungi and Selwyn Cobo. Uh, Centres, Valentine Holmes and either Dane Gagai or The Hammer. Uh, sounds like it would be The Hammer, who's been fantastic for the Dolphins right throughout the year. Uh, 5.8th Cam Munster, Huffback, Daly Cherry Evans. Props, uh, Tom Flegler and Lindsay Collins. Uh, hooker is Ben Hunt. The second row is Tom Gilbert and David Feeder, The lock, Pat Carrigan. Interchange of Harry Grant, Ruben Coddard, Tino Fasumilawi, Jai Arrow. And the 18th man will be Tom Dearden. Your thoughts on that Queensland team? Uh, I would be picking Ponga. Although he didn't have his best game when he came back on the field for the Knights the other day. Uh, you'd still be picking him, but you never know. Um, and Dan Gugai, his career in the state of origin level uh, could well be over. Your thoughts on the Queensland team, 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 And your interest levels in state of origin this year. Uh, you're really looking forward to it? You're not really bothered at the moment? What do you reckon? 0457 7, No doubt when we get close to the game and game day next Wednesday, the excitement will go up. But just want to gauge everyone's interest levels in state of origin after what has been. I know there were a couple of blowouts this weekend, but what has been an amazing start to the NRL competition, a great 12 weeks. Now, um, let us have a look at this as well, Uh, news on the West Tigers, and we'll look back at round 12 of the NRL in a second. But in the Daily Telegraph today, an article by Dean Ritchie, and I like this, uh, the West Tigers will go back to the future by axing its big stadium strategy for a turn to suburban ground football. And the club will seek private investors to have uh, Leichhardt Oval or to save Leichhardt Oval. Now, the Tigers plan to dump games into Core Stadium and Combank Stadium next season for a full-time return to Leichhardt and Campbelltown Stadium, the club's traditional home grounds. The club is also desperate to secure funding to upgrade Leichhardt Oval. Um, So it is good news for Tigers fans after that great win against the Cowboys on Saturday night. And And it's a plan expected to be ratified by the club's board. There will be five games each at Leichhardt and Campbelltown from next season. So 10 of their 12 home games going to be at Leichhardt or Campbelltown. Uh, Magic round home match uh, will be contested in Brisbane next year. And another is to be played at the ground of the club's rural partner, Tamworth. But other than that, Leichhardt and Campbelltown, it comes after uh, an ongoing push for major sporting franchises to ditch suburban grounds for high capacity arenas. Tigers officials know the move will cost the club financially. However, uh, they said Leichhardt and Campbelltown stadiums are woven into the fabric of the West Tigers. Lee Hatcher Teller said, we figure they will be our prominent, if not dominant, home grounds. We'd be looking at playing almost all of our home games at Campbelltown and Leichhardt. Perhaps from next year, that would mean moving away from Combat and a core. The club may even cost itself money by avoiding these larger stadiums. That our focus what it is on what is best in the best interest of the club. And we believe that is local stadium policy. I anticipate the next year this will be uh, the programming and it will be resolved by the board in the not-too-distant future. Combank is an incredible facility, but is not a home ground for the West Tigers and never will be. What do you reckon? The Tigers, five games at Leichhardt, and you saw the atmosphere on Saturday night and that win against the Cowboys. It was rocking on Saturday night. Uh, I think, um, and well done to the Tigers, as Lee Hatcher said, they may be losing money, but the atmosphere at Leichhardt-Campbelltown, also a quality stadium. No issue with me. More suburban footy. Hopefully they can get Leichardt Oval upgraded. But that's a win, I reckon, for Tigers fans. Any Tigers fans listening this morning? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Your thoughts on that? I'd be pretty happy if I was a Tigers fan to hear you have five games at Cameltown and five games at Leica. Good move, I think, by the West Tigers. But what about you? What do you reckon? O four five seven, seven three, six, seven three six or one three hundred, oh one, eleven, seventy. So that's just some of what's on our agenda on this Monday morning. What your highlight, disappointment, surprise performance of the weekend after the next break. We'll look back at round twelve of the NRL. The New South Wales and Queensland squads. You happy with what they've done? Uh, They officially get announced throughout today, but we sort of basically know them already. You happy to Vita Pangai Jr. in, Nico Hines on the bench, Jerome Lua at 5'8", Queensland, Caelan Ponga or Reese Walsh at fullback? And your interest level in state of origin as we build up to game one. You keen for it? Or are you a bit annoyed that it does get in the way of the NRL competition? And the Tigers moving back, it looks like, to Lycan and Campbelltown on a full-time basis from next year. Good idea, bad idea. 0457 736736 or 1300 01 to your text. And we'll look back at round 12 of the NRL. On the other side of this break, it is 16 past five. We will look back at round 12 of the NRL in just a second. Just a couple of texts beforehand. This from Tiger Ta- uh, Tiger Davo on the move back to Leichhardt. If you've just joined us, looks like the Tigers are going to be playing five games at Leichhardt Oval next year, five games at Campbelltown, one at Magic Round and one at Tamworth. Uh, Tiger Davo says, Morning, Dan. Finally, uh, finally is talking sense. Very happy to play at our home grounds. Finally, go the Tigers. How good was Saturday night? That from Tiger Davo. Well, you're right, Tiger Davo. Look, I wasn't there, but I was watching it, and yes, clearly it helped that the Tigers played very well. But they were that place was rocky, uh, and when the Tigers are playing well and going well, and they haven't been, as we know in recent times, going all that well. But Leichhardt Oval, a fantastic place to watch footy. What do you reckon? I I have no issue with it. No issue with it. And just on um. Interest levels at state of origin as well. This is from Frank. Uh, happy Monday, Dan. Thank you. You too. Who cares about origin? It's as relevant as tragic round, uh, magic round. Just a novelty distraction in, same, in the same category as Auckland Nines. Let's hold origin as a single one-off match in the preseason so it doesn't ruin the NRL. It is a turnoff for people who value club football. Make it a terrific preseason trial with up-and-coming players, etc. Hashtag he puts stop wrecking the comp. Uh, it, look, it is an interesting one. Thank you for the text, Frank. It is an interesting one. Look, Origin, It, it it's the centerpiece, really, of our game, isn't it? Um, in terms of how many people watch it uh, around Australia, around the world. Um, and it, look, it's usually a great contest, usually a great game. Um, I, I do take Frank's point, though, and this has been an ongoing conversation, well, for many years now, about what it does in terms of the NRL competition. Now, we've just had 12 weeks of fantastic NRL. Probably the best start to the season. We keep saying start to the season. We're now midway through it. But probably the best three months to start the season we've had. Um, And now that Origin comes around, we've got teams, a lot of teams having buys. We've got a shortened NRL round this week. And this will continue over the next six to eight weeks. It does take the spotlight away from the NRL competition. Um, I know Frank suggested there about potentially having... State of Origin game uh, pre-season. Uh, there's other suggestions that they could have it at the end of the season. Well, we, they, we did do that in 2020 because of COVID. And it just didn't have the same feel about it. Look, a lot of players pulled out as well because of injury and surgery and the like, but it just didn't have the same feel about it. Is there, a per- is there a perfect solution for State of Origin? I don't think there is. A standalone weekends maybe, but then you get three weeks of, no football apart from red football. Um, and, and look, if you could maybe do it with some internationals thrown in, maybe, but I don't know. Is there a perfect solution to state of origin? What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01
1: 1170. At 23 past five, let's do this. Now on Tradies, the NRL rap.
0: And we'll get back to some of your techs in a second as well. But let's just quickly look back at round 12 of the National Rugby League. We've already spoken on Friday about Thursday's game with the Panthers 15 over the Brisbane Broncos 4. So let's take a look at the remainder of the weekend. A Friday night, Dragons 24, Roosters 22 at Cogra Oval. About 9,000 people there. Uh, well, it was an intriguing game heading into it. Um, and it didn't disappoint. Really entertaining. Probably not the, not the highest quality But still, a very good game of footy. Dragons, let's start with them. Very good in the first half. Uh, They let the Roosters back into it in the second half, and you thought the Roosters were probably going to get away with it. But uh, they played very well for their new interim coach, Ryan Carr. I thought Ben Hunt had a great game for the Dragons. Um, And it was good to see them play that style of footy. For the most part, they were very good on on Friday night, and let's hope for the Dragons' sake they can build on that. They were very good. Uh, The Roosters, where to from here for the Roosters? Uh, Held scoreless again in the first half. Um, In the second half, for about 20 minutes, they showed signs of clicking into gear. I thought Luke Keery probably had his best game in a while. But outside of that, and Nathan Brown, who I thought was very good as well when he came onto the field for the Roosters. But outside of that, there wasn't much really going on with the Roosters once again. Uh, their attack in the second half was clearly better scoring those 22 points, but still nowhere near good enough for what you'd expect this Roosters side to be doing. And look, I do know they have a lot of injuries, um, a heap of injuries, but you'd still expect that Roosters side that was named on Friday night to beat that Dragon side. And that's with no disrespect to the Dragons, but it's a real problem for the Roosters. They've now leaked about 88 points in three weeks. Um, and apart from that second half uh, the other night, where they did score twenty two points, before that they barely scored a point. Four points against Penrith, four points against the Cowboys. I don't know where the Roosters go to from here. O um, four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred o one eleven seventy will help when they get some players back, and, and they're still very much in the competition. But uh, there is, and I know uh, I've had a call. I don't know if you're listening now, but Chris from Rose Bay's called up quite a few times uh, over the past few weeks, stating that they just something not quite right with the Roosters, and I think he's right. They've got the bye this weekend. They play the Bulldogs in a couple of weeks' time up on the Central Coast, and they need to turn things around pretty quickly. Where, and I know if you're not a Roosters fan, uh, there would be very little sympathy for the Roosters, but on a serious point, where do the Roosters go to from here? Can you see the Roosters missing the top eight? Now, that would be one of the big storylines of the year. What do you reckon? No, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six, or one, three hundred, oh, one, eleven, seventy. The other game on Friday, Parramatta thirty-six over South Sydney sixteen. Uh, good performance by Parramatta, and I remember in our uh, look, I did tip Souths, but I remember in our preview with Charlie Goodsir on Friday morning, I did say that I wouldn't be overly shocked if this game produced an upset, and that's exactly what it did. I thought Parramatta. I thought Mitch Moses very good. South Sydney pretty quiet um, after a really good five to six week period where they've been the form team of the competition. I thought they were pretty disappointing on Friday night. But I do think uh, Parramatta, very good. And maybe, just maybe, that will be what gets their season into gear. We've seen them lose a lot of close matches throughout the first 11 weeks of the competition. But against against South Sydney on Friday night, they were good. We'll see if they can build on that. Of course, they did beat Penrith earlier on in the year, and then uh, that couldn't really get their season going. But hopefully for the, their fans, that might kickstart their season. Very good performance by the Parramatta Eels on Friday night. And the other thing is it does go to show, and look, there's a lot of teams I think that are in front of them at the moment, but it does go to show when they're on their day and when they click, they're still going to be a hard, if they can make the finals, they're still going to be a hard team to beat. See what the second half of the year delivers for them. On Saturday, the Sharks 26 over the Newcastle Knights 6. Good performance by Cronulla. Um, Wasn't uh, a sensational game, but they played very well. Nico Hines very good. Uh, Will Kennedy good. Uh, The Newcastle Knights, disappointing for them. Uh, I think the game really turned uh, early on when Caitlin Ponga was taken off the field for concussion. At least he came back on. Scored a try not long after coming back on the field. But the Sharks very good. Um... Just flying under the radar a little bit, the Cronulla Sharks. Well, the Newcastle Knights, who have been pretty good throughout the year, they would be disappointed with that performance. They would have probably come into this game thinking that the Sharks were beatable, Um, but they never really showed any signs of being able to beat them. Good performance by the Sharks, and they, as I say, just continue to fly under the radar a little bit. West Tigers, 66, North Queensland, 18. Now, I'm not a Tigers fan, but unless you're a Cowboys fan, You would have had to like to see, enjoyed seeing that on Saturday night. Luke Brooks, 200th game. And look, I've said throughout the year that, look, uh, Brooks has had some games that he struggled in this year. But for the most part, I thought, I think he's been okay this year. And on Saturday night, he was fantastic. I think that's probably the best game I've ever seen Luke Brooks play. Uh, There was an article on Friday, I think Jaleesa Abbs mentioned it first on Twitter saying that it looks like they're going to be talking to their agent uh, or his agent, the Tigers, and maybe signing him for another year. And there was mixed feedback on social media about that. But I, if he could play like that or anything near that level, week in, week out for the Tigers, uh, I'd be keeping him. He was sensational. The Cowboys, maybe a question has to be asked about them. Uh, they won two games in a row against the Roosters and the Dragons, but they were way off the mark on... Saturday night. But I think a lot of that was just due, due to the fact of how good and how well the Tigers played. Well done to them. Cowboys, uh, who a lot of people thought they might be back. Uh, well, they're not. Uh, they did not play very well uh, the other night. The other game on Friday night, uh, Saturday night, sorry, Storm 24 over the Dolphins 16. Uh, there was a lot of vengeance in this game early. Felice Kafusi Sinbin in the first, I think it was the first defensive set the Dolphins had. In the end, the Storm, too good. Uh, the Dolphins came back a little at the end, and you thought maybe they could get them, but really, the Storm never looked like they were in too much trouble uh, and won that game quite easily. And now the Storm's starting to play some goody-footy as well. And then yesterday, just quickly, the two games, Bulldogs 20, Titans 18. Good performance by the Bulldogs coming back, uh, winning at the tail end. The Titans will be disappointed, though. They're in control of that match in uh, during various stages of, of it. I think leading 14-0 at one point. Uh, Good, really good comeback by the Bulldogs. Well done to them. But the Titans, again, after their performance a couple of weeks ago at Magic Round, you would have wanted to see them win games like this. At Manly, Tom Dvojevic, very good performance. Manly 42 over Canberra 14. I think Canberra will be very disappointed, won't they? Uh, At home, expected to win against a Manly side that has been struggling. 42 points, put it. Against them. Manly, too good. So let's have a look at the competition later after 12 rounds of the NRL. The Panthers, uh, well, there's a host of teams actually on 16 points. The Panthers, the Rabidos, the Sharks, the Broncos, and the Storm all on 16 points. Five teams in equal first position. Then we've got three teams on 14 uh, the Dolphins, the Warriors, and the Raiders. That rounds out the top eight. Outside of the top eight, the, uh, the Manly Seagulls on 13, the Titans and the Roosters are on 12, the Knights are on 11, the Eels, the Cowboys, the Bulldogs all on 10, the Tigers on 8, and the Dragons, despite that win on Friday night, still running last on 8 points. Next weekend, it is a condensed round of the NRL because of State of Origin. We've got a Thursday night game uh, with the Dolphins taking on the St. George Lawarra Dragons. Just one game on Friday, Parramatta up against the Cowboys. And then on Saturday, uh, Warriors up against the Broncos at 5 30. Uh, against the Raiders at 7.30. And then the one Sunday game, Newcastle up against Manly. 0457 736 736, our text number. Call the open line one 0111 70 to your text. And Chris Perkins in America next. It is 28 to 6. Yes, we're going to have a chat with Chris Perkins in just a second. Just a couple of texts before that. This from Wade on the Tigers moving back to Leichhardt Oval. Uh, five games at Leichhardt, five games at Campbelltown. Uh, next year it looks like he said about time as fans have wanted this all along well yeah I think look I, as I said before I think it's a good move I think it's a very very good move to move the Tigers uh, back to Leichhardt and Campbelltown we saw as I said how rocking that place was on Saturday night uh, and this from Razor my big disappointment of the weekend was the Tigers <laughs> how could they not put a hundred on the kids? that rabble uh, it did look like that way for a while. The Tigers are very, very good. Thank you, Razor. And this from the Kingswood Welder. Good morning, Sir Nutshell, Dan, and happy Monday. My thoughts of the Blues team. Queensland win 3-0. Picking players way out of form in place of one's in form, that will do me. But I guess that's why I'm a welder, fabricator, and not a selector. That from the Kingswood Welder. You might be right, Kingswood. You might be right. It, yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what unfolds uh, next Wednesday. All right, time to do this at 22.5 to 6. Now
1: on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA.
0: And on the line is Chris Perkins from America. Where do we find you today, Chris?
1: Just south of the DFW Metroplex, heading into the city. I've got a load to pick up in a little while uh, to take up to Oklahoma.
0: Ah, very, very nice indeed. Now, uh, I was going to ask how your weekend was, but I believe it included a 17-hour sport-watching marathon. that That's a very good effort, 17 hours. I wonder if any of our listeners have sat down and watched sport for longer than 17 hours in one go. Chris, tell us all about it.
1: Well, i, I got to tell you, thankfully I, I wasn't working yesterday. Mm. had the day off. My schedule had been a little screwed up, so I needed a, a day just to kind of recharge the battery. So, take yep, yep. like the Saturday. Uh, maybe not the best course of action because it wound up being a, just a snowball effect. I mean, my day started at like 9 a.m. Mm. watching the Premier League. Yep. Led into IndyCar qualifying, Indy500 qualifying, oh. which uh, is going on this weekend because the race is next weekend mm. up at in Indianapolis. Led into the Preakness Stakes. Uh, which uh, national security wound up winning that, so it ruins the chance to triple crown. Mm. That led into MLS rivalry week, including my team, St. Louis City, whole axing our biggest rival in our first ever meeting against them, uh, Sporting Kansas City, four nil last night in front of a, to say the least, raucous crowd at, at uh, uh, City Park in St. Louis. It it was an enjoyable thing to watch. I think they may have been able to hear me all the way from Waco, Texas, (laughs) about 750 miles away. Uh, And then that led into my late-night meal of (laughs) Collingwood and Mm Carlton. So my day, I tapped out at 2 a.m. at three-quarter time uh, of the Collingwood-Carlton game. I was done at that point.
0: Uh, that and uh, Collingwood went on to win that game. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that's a very impressive effort. I don't know if I've ever sat down and, and watched seventeen hours of sport in a row. Obviously, with the NRL here, uh, we have three games on a Saturday, uh, so you can watch it for six and a half, seven hours, and then uh, I suppose maybe if when the Ashes are on, yeah. well, you, hmm, I don't know. Any any listers? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Have you literally just sat down? And watch sport for seventeen hours in a row. Can you beat that record from Chris? That's that's a very very the, uh, that's a very good effort.
1: The iPad definitely got to work at it with the MLS game – Yes, like let's start said, there. It's, ri- it's mm. been rivalry week the last the mm. last couple of weeks. Um, you know, St. Louis and Kansas City. That's 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 a border war or or an in state rivalry, depending on how you look at it, because. The main part of Kansas City is actually in Missouri, but the soccer team, is their stadium's in Kansas. So e- either way, it's a, it's a rivalry game. Mm. And there's been pettiness coming from Kansas City towards St. Louis, from the club, toward a podcast in St. Louis. Uh, we don't have a name for it. I'm leaning toward calling it the Season Desist Cup mm-hmm. the, because that's what sporting did to one of our podcasts, one of the... St. Louis podcast host uh, be, uh, before the season started over the name Sporting, uh, over the name Soccer Capital of America.
0: Mm. So mm. There,
1: there's been a little bit of pettiness. A 4 0 win last night for St. Louis. Mm. It, it was it was an amazing game to watch. Uh, and Kansas City had been informed recently. Yeah, they went to LA Wednesday night and played to a draw against LAFC. But some of the other rivalry games, I've got to mention this one. My, maybe my favorite rivalry or derby name is the Hell is Real Derby between Columbus man. and Cincinnati. Mm. Uh, and, and the reason for that, it, it is not a shot at the state of Ohio, by the way. Uh, you know, calling Ohio Hell, although some might might call it that, I don't know. But Columbus and Cincinnati, they're separated by about a hundred miles of Interstate seventy one, and I've driven this highway. Probably a hundred times in mm. the last dozen years of driving a truck. And about halfway between Columbus and Cincinnati, there's a giant billboard mm. uh, that was, that's uh, being paid for by some, some Christian group, and all it says on it is, hell is real. So that's how they got the name of that hmm. Darby. And uh,
0: Cincinnati,
1: well, I, for Columbus, I, hell was pretty real last night. They lost 3-2.
0: Oh, dear. Uh, well, it uh, could be worse. It was close game. Close, uh, close game. I like the name. I like how they good got game. the Yeah, I like this rivalry round. I like it. <laughs> it's good It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, very nice. What is the latest on the NBA, mate?
1: Uh, well, uh, let's see. The script writers in the NBA... I thought this season they were setting us up for a season finale mm. of an NBA Finals with Boston, with it being Boston against LA again. They have swerved on us. They have gone. They've, they've gone Wentworth on us. They've what? swerved us late in the, late in the season mm. because Denver is up three games to none on on LA Lakers, mm. and Miami is up oh, up two zero. After taking both games in Boston, with Game Three set for tonight uh, down in Miami, so instead of what we thought the, we, we thought we were getting from the scriptwriters, they've totally swerved us going into the season finale, and we're looking at we're looking staring right in the face of a Denver Miami NBA Finals instead of Boston LA unreal
0: all right all right well the, sometimes scripts are sometimes scripts can change chris and on that occasion it has an nhl the latest from yeah. the nhl playoffs
1: uh right now uh just underway game two of the western mm. conference finals vegas and uh vegas and dallas I, uh, my brain just pried on me <laughs> right there but
0: that's okay uh
1: yeah game two of the uh, west finals going on uh florida panthers speaking of uh, teams from South Florida living it up on the road. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, two straight games, overtime game winners in, in the Eastern Conference Final. Florida Panthers lead the Carolina Hurricanes two games to none. Game three of that series is down in South Florida tomorrow night. So uh, the Panthers halfway to their first Stanley Cup Final since 1996 mm. uh, against uh, what, what's been considered since Boston got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, the, heavy, the somewhat heavy favorite to, to uh, win the Stanley Cup, uh, certainly to advance out of the Eastern Conference in the Carolina Hurricanes. So a bit of a surprise there, but uh, Matthew Kachuk, the St. Louis native, uh, had to mention that, uh, the, the St. Louis native part, uh, with back-to-back games with the overtime game-winning goal. The one in game one came in the fourth overtime period. This game went till like 2 o'clock in the morning the other night. Just, it
0: was nuts. All right. Well, that's very late. That's almost, yeah, that's almost the latest I've ever heard a sporting event go locally. And also, just before we review your NRL uh, tips, Chris, uh, the latest in the golf, they've got the PGA Championship going on.
1: Yeah, PGA Championship. uh, The leaders have just teed off. Let me uh, update my update the screen real quick. Uh, Brooks uh, Kepka entered the day with the lead at six under par. Scoring's been kind of tough up at Oak Hill uh, in you know, six under par. It's not a not a really super super good score after oh. three rounds, even at a major championship like the PGA. Uh, there's usually a little bit more scoring than that at the PGA, but the conditions haven't been the greatest. Winds have been kind of up, and Oak Hill plays long to begin with. Uh, but right now, uh, Brooks Koepka through five. He's at nine under par. Um, Overall, he's got a two-shot lead on Victor Hovland early on in the final round of the PGA Championship. I saw Cam Smith made a nice move uh, early in the day. Uh, He he was four under through six or seven holes early on. uh, Gave a lot of it back, wound up shooting seventy. Right now, he is sitting tied for tenth uh, overall, score of one on one and. of uh oh, excuse me um, uh, he's still on course right now he is through he is five under through 17 so he's on his 18th hole on the 18th hole sitting at one on one under overall for the uh, championship so he's not going to win it but a really nice move for cam smith uh Sitting at 500 through uh, most
0: of his round today. All right. Thank you, Chris. Now, just before we get to your NRL tips, and I, I have some bad news on that, unfortunately. Before that, though, uh, just this Te- tech for Big G. Morning, Dan. Uh, I've done the longest day in motorsport once uh, Monaco Monaco Grand Prix, Grand Prix, Indy 500, and NASCAR's Coca Cola 600, which is around 12 hours. Cheers to Big G. It's a good effort, Big G. Yep. It's 12 hours. Good effort. Still. Uh- Chris, you, you still hold the record at the moment of 17 hours. That's pretty good. Pretty impressive, Chris.
1: Yeah. Listen, that, that Motorsports that, that motor Marathon, that's Memorial. I believe that's coming up uh, this weekend as well. Okay, uh, I think all three of those races are going at the same time. NASCAR is actually doing their all-star race tonight at a racetrack they haven't run at since 1996, mm-hmm. North Wiltsboro out in Western North Carolina. They are reopening that track to a NASCAR Cut to the nascar cup all-star race tonight it is going to be awesome to watch
0: all right very very good another text about this in a second but before that let's just do your tips and ah, chris uh you did so well last week let's go through them very quickly all right uh you tipped the Broncos. yes stormy seas you tipped the broncos oh. you tipped uh Ugh. you tipped the roosters uh you tipped south sydney However, good news. It's since the Yes, but there is good news. You did tip the Sharks. Well done to you on that one. Hey, uh, that one. You tipped the Cowboys. Uh, you tipped the Melbourne Storm. So there's two. Uh, but then you tipped the Titans. Never go wrong with
1: Melbourne?
0: Yeah, you tipped, well, very rarely. You tipped the Titans. And then you also tipped the Raiders. Uh, so two from eight. Uh, not not as impressive this week, Chris, oh, but we'll let you redeem yourself uh, on Thursday with a shortened round of there the it. NRL. And just as I let you go, this text from Andy, Boxing Day into Big Bash into Yacht Tracker for Sydney to Hobart, about 20 hours from Andy. So there you go. So 20 hours. It's... Uh, Getting a round of applause there uh, from Chris. I give
1: a standing ovation, but I'm driving.
0: Yes, don't do that. Uh, yeah, No, no uh, standing ovation, no standing up <laughs> while you drive. Stay safe. We need you safe, Chris. Thank you, mate. Uh, we'll chat again on Thursday. Uh, no doubt lots more happening in America. And we'll also get your NRL tips and see if you can do a bit better than your two out of eight. Have a good rest of the week. Chat Thursday. Uh, you too. have a good day uh Chris Perkins on the line from America this from Frank as we go to a break uh he says in terms of the top eight he says weeks ago said no roosters dolphins or manly in the uh, in the eight three teams still have a chance to force their way in out of the eels Titans Canberra dogs Warriors and Tigers hmm no uh roosters no dolphins there what do you reckon uh oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three01 We'll take a break. Uh, We'll finish off with some texts as well. It is coming up to 10 to 6. Yeah, let's finish off with some texts on this Monday morning. This from the Wild Panther. Dan, people on social media laughing at Tevita Pangai Jr. being picked for New South Wales. But to be honest, there's nobody else to pick. Uh, RCG, Spencer, Linu, both injured. Who else really is there? That from the Wild Panther. Well, that's a very good point, Wild Panther. um, And I think Vossi mentioned it last week. The, The forward pack, yeah, a bit thin. Uh, on choices for New South Wales. So good point. Uh, Very good point. This from Yeovil Treemann. Hi, Dan. have always found it interesting how State of Origin impacts the NRL teams with a number of representatives, usually the top teams, often a chance for lower place teams uh, scoring upsets. But this is already happening this season, especially five teams equal on top and only four wins separating first and last. Yeah, going to be interesting to see how it does affect uh, the teams, anyway, throughout the Origin of period and uh, Origin period, and the latter uh, when it uh, is done and dusted in terms of Origin. And this from the Chookman. Hi Dan, the Roosters will come good. They always play better in the run home. A few blokes like Croydon, Satilli, etc., short of a gallop. Hope the media keeps bagging them. Thank you, Chookman. Thank you for all your texts today in Queensland. Patton Heels coming up for breakfast after the 6 o'clock news. For listeners in Sydney, it'll be Volsie and Trent Copeland. Brandy will join the boys from the State of Origin Camp, New South Wales State of Origin Camp. Michelle Bishop also there as well. Cam Smith uh, will be on the line. will join the boys for the last hour of the show. And David Riccio on the line uh, for the latest NRL headlines. We'll talk EPL tomorrow morning with John Gallo. Have a great Monday. News comes up right after... Breakfast comes up right after the news case.